You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Oh, yeah. It is somebody's birthday, but we will completely forget about that because that person is not important today. Welcome to Morning's Lone Star on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. This is Dick. Good morning, everybody. It's 9.01. On the dot. On the dot. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, thanks for tuning in this morning. Don't forget, we're on Facebook Live and YouTube Live, so if you want to watch us, and join in on the conversation. There's a cool chat feature on both of those outlets that uh, I sometimes respond to. Uh, please please play nice. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Clean. Thank you to those guys for sponsoring the show. And then, uh, yeah, we have a great program today. We're going to have the Player Cedar Company coming in, talk about this weekend's performance of the musical comedy... Murders of 1940. Woo, you got it. Man, good. that was hard. Directed by Nikolai Telsa. I almost thought that was real. I know. And I was like, oh, you're just messing with me. I'm messing with you. Thank you. Good good morning, good Sean. Morning. Happy birthday, Sean. Thank you. If you know Sean, <laughs> Biblically? Wish, wish him happy birthday. Is this like Lot knew his wife kind of thing? Oh, wow. What, who, what? I like that. Yeah. So if you knew Sean, if you, knew Sean. <laughs> if you know of Sean, Wish him happy birthday. Just imagine my funeral. The ex-wife gallery alone would just be worth the price of admission. I think you're just doing that to bump up your funeral numbers. The end game is right. strong with that. I like right. that. Yeah, you like you're, that? you're definitely doing that. <laughs> oh, man. But welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's do some weather and try it before we get to the regular programming. Okay. And uh, do you have the weather? You yes, I, I do indeed. Believe it or not. And why would I lie? It's my birthday. It's 79 degrees outside. We haven't even broken 80 yet. Woohoo! So it is 79, going to go up to 90. Uh, only right now a 1% chance of rain, but it's going to go up a little bit starting tomorrow. Humidity's at 92%, so it already feels like 87. So the next few days, we're going to have some storms. 91, the high, 72, 73, the low. Mm-hmm. Just be safe out there. Is where, it going to rain? I saw this weirdest thing. I was driving on Fraser Street, mm-hmm. and it was between uh, 105 and the north side of the loop, 336, that's where I was going, and Joe's Pizzeria is to my right, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden in front of me, it literally is three shades darker than it is where I am. And I go, I wonder what that's about. And then it started raining, and then when I got on the other side of the loop, it wasn't raining. And I was like, that's so weird. It's literally probably like a mile of long rain. Oh, I I, I can actually beat that one. The other night, uh, we went out to a friend's birthday dinner at uh, Papacitos there on I-10. Okay. And we were going to go to one of those escape rooms. And we're watching the window, and it's one of those, you know, long— That's not your basement, right? No. It's not okay, just making sure. There are no basements in— You never know. If you, I mean, you might have built your own escape room. Oh, no, 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 no. That's dungeon. Do you, do you know Sean? <laughs> do you know Sean's dungeon? Do you know it? Uh, but it was literally—we we looked out towards the right, and it was pouring down. I mean, just like a deluge. And on the other end of the parking lot that we could see, the same parking lot, bone dry. It was the weirdest thing. Isn't that wonderful? El Nino. That's wonderful. Okay, let's go on a traffic real quick because there is something I need to tell people. Southbound I-45, there is a wreck right there at the south side of the loop, uh, 336. So basically between 1488 and the loop, there is an accident southbound. So you're going to be backed up pretty much till, uh 
Gladstone, pretty yeah, much. About southbound. half an hour ago, I was driving north and saw yeah. the backup. It ain't pretty. Outside of that, though, everything's looking good. So if you're heading into Houston, you're going to run in some trouble right there at 610. Uh, if you're Highway 69, you're pretty much good to go northbound and southbound all the way through Montgomery County. But yeah, again, there was an accident right there southbound on I-45 uh, between 1488 and 336. That is your traffic report and weather report for Montgomery County. Well, good news, folks. IHOP went back to their old name. I was really worried about it. I thought the I thought the celebration was in the Waffle House. They won the war on twenty four hour breakfast places because IHOP white flag changed the name to IHOP for uh, international International House of Burgers. But no, it's not true. They're back at it. It was a trick. Those schemy blue houses of pancakes. <laughs> international. That's right. That's- now, if they changed the name to the Domestic House of Pancakes, I could have gotten on board with that. Hey, did I send you that video of no. the food truck no. Waffle House? No. Yeah, there's no. a food truck Waffle House. It's a real deal. Really? Like, it's official. Is it local? Uh, they can be. You can order it. Are they on your, <laughs> then they're on your speed dial. No. I, I live like three minutes from a Waffle House. Why? Neighbor, that's three minutes and 58 seconds too long. No, I like going to the Waffle House. Last, well, time, last time I was there, it was the perfect Waffle House scenario because the AC was out, and it was leaking. <laughs> it was leaking right next to my table, and I was like, this is what Waffle House is all about. You got the drip drip, and you got the lady mopping like every 10 minutes by me, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just eating my eggs and black coffee, so it was great. But <laughs> yeah, So look. it's the whole milieu. Yeah. Ooh, the Waffle House milieu. You are what you eat, right? Yeah, problem is I have like a really infantile response to that, and I can't do it on the radio, so okay. we're gonna move move past that. So, what did you think of the promotion for the burger thing for IHOP? It was just, was it a success? People were talking about it. Certainly, uh, here's the thing: I don't think they lost anything in their uh, uh, stock. You know, the literal stock. What if they went. did? Yeah, there let's, may have been a bump. Check it out. I'm sure you're gonna find out. Uh, let's see. It was a month ago they did it. Look at the. Uh, hold on, I've actually got. Let's a see. stock ticker on my yeah. Let's do one month, right? Ooh, gross. They've gone down. How much? I I mean I don't know that that terminology. Down. That's all I know. They've gone down. Okay. Uh, what's what's the well, stock? For example, June twenty sixth, mm-hmm. it was at eighty two, which means nothing to me. And then today it's at seventy three. Ouch. Yeah, they're changing the name back. That is a associated uh, that's nine percent. That's a ten percent basically a ten percent drop they experienced. All right. Well, so for why every, would you put money in IHOP anyway? I'm still trying to figure that out. It's been around a while. Like unless there's perks. People will always eat pancakes. Yeah, but there's gotta be perks. Like do you get a free meal every year if uh, I'm a stockholder? No, do you know how many millions of potential shareholders are? Well, I mean, if they're putting money in as, as an investment, I need to get something for my return. Then you go, you eat your pancakes and build up their revenue, and that turns around into money in your pocket. Okay. Yeah. Why well, need something more direct, like free pancakes? Get a sp- let's get a sponsor like Conroe Coffee. I'm not saying they bring us free coffee every day, but you know. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I didn't really care because I didn't even try these burgers. So I did see. No one did. That's the problem. Yeah, I mean, we were we're supposed to. So I guess we can do that for your birthday today if you want to go do that. Go to IHOP. You want to go to IHOP for your birthday? Yes, go to IHOP for my birthday. Okay. Okay. My treat. Oh, I'm blushing. You know what we probably should do is introduce our special guests. But what? Oh my God! I looked up and someone's sitting there. 
Okay. Oh, you turned off your mic. Now you can say it. Yeah, I was afraid you were going to, you know, spurt out stuff while we're having our opening. Yeah, only we get to be painfully inappropriate on the air. We have Katie in the studio with us. Good morning, Katie. Good morning. And how are you? I'm doing good. Cool. Now, who the hell are you? Um, just a college student at UT, uh, skipping work a little bit. Monica, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'll be in at 10. <laughs> well, this is experience. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, so uh, Education for Tomorrow Alliance is a really wonderful organization here in Montgomery County that pairs high school students, if I think it's right, high school students, with internships. And basically, we've done it through the years with them. We didn't do it this year because we're adding more stuff, and I just didn't have time to allow my expertise to be gifted to the uh, young ones, the younglings. But she was con- uh, they contacted me about you about just coming in, just learning about the radio station. So, and then I'm we, that's why she's here. Yeah. Ah, I'm not going to let her talk. That explains your deodorant. Okay. That's true. That's true. I was wondering about that. Now I get it. Well, welcome, Katie. You're going to sit in with us for a little while? Yeah, I think I'll be here for a little bit. Okay. Well, it's 910 on the dot. So don't, don't, you just promise you'll be there by 10 o'clock. How far is it? Uh, it's like 20 minutes. Okay. It's so. in the Woodlands. It's actually, if I remember correctly, it's in, it confused with the heck out of me because it's at the, Montgomery uh, Lone Star, Lone Star. Yeah. like on. I was like, oh, why is this here? And it is. Uh, which one? The Research Horse Branch? 242. Oh, 242 Branch. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They get free rent. Did you? Did you? Oh, wow. That is yeah. a good gig. Uh, <laughs> did you try any of the burgers at IHOP? I actually didn't. I don't think I've ever had or wanted to have a burger. I feel like when you go to IHOP, you, you Wait. want pancakes. Oh, that's true. You know? I, I don't know. I never. I actually, every time I go, I want breakfast, I go to Waffle House. So it's like I've never. Yeah, I've never been to Waffle House. Well, there's there's a good thing to start things. <laughs> yeah. So IHOP, I, I figured I'd get more out of you, Sean, about that. But but IHOP? Yeah. What? Will they still serve burgers? Yeah, their menu has not changed. Uh, no, because they added burgers for the sole reason of changing to IHOP. You didn't see that? Do you know that? how often Denny's changes? Believe me, I just ate at Denny's for nine months solid when I was hotel living. And I tell you, they changed their menu like three times. I was really upset because the one dish I really liked there, they had this this salmon skillet thing that was like awesome. They got rid of it. Maybe it's the, the their purchaser, their vendor. No, because they actually still had the almond, uh, the salmon, the salmon dinner, but not in the skillet. But I love Denny's because, you know, I'm an AARP member, so I get my 15% discount. What is your favorite breakfast food? Not breakfast food, sorry, birthday food. It is your birthday. Well, I'm going to say IHOP now because you're taking me. Yeah, there you go. Luby's is my comfort food. Well, there's a Luby's on the way to IHOP. What, both? Dick, I love you, man. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, Worldwide, and Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. We'll be right back here on Lone Star Community Radio. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. 
Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning with scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning. Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. Lone Star Community Radio. Montgomery County's community radio station. This is Dick and Sean. Hello. And Katie. Hello. And uh, we were talking about IHOP. We're going to check that out. So if you want to meet Sean for his birthday at IHOP after 11, meet us there. The, the one that's... Uh... We're not going to tell people which one. That's the whole game. <laughs> How can our stalkers find us if we don't tell them where we are? Uh... The stalkers will find you. <laughs> That's true. Well, they're lazy if stalkers. If you're good at what you, what you do. They're somewhat ambivalent. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, update on the Thailand uh, boys. The boys are out. The, the boys, boys are, are home. Out. Well, they're on their way home. They're all they're being separated right now. Because uh, uh oh, we can't use children separation. Yeah, no, well, that's, that's, that's a very no, no. bad word to say. Okay, they're being sheltered separately for no that's still hmm, yeah hmm. you cannot take them away well great so put them in their parents arms and let them all catch pneumonia there. and die that's the problem it's their immune systems are way down right now from the uh, lack of nutrition and their environment that they're actually having to come out with masks and being quarantined quarantined there you go they've been quarantined uh to make sure that they don't get sick even the rescuers are having to, to wear masks on that but all 12 boys and their coach safe and sound uh I feel weird when I say this. Yay, only one fatality, and it wasn't any of the boys. Of course, yeah. we hate it when anyone dies. Uh, but this, I just want to show, it almost sounds like a bad movie where you have to have the one person get killed so the audience knows this is serious. Every you know every Star Trek episode when a red shirt dies, that's just to let the people know, this is serious, someone could die from this. So the, the, here was a, a former Navy SEAL gave his life to make sure these kids had oxygen. I mean, talk about, um, I had the guy's name earlier, and we need to know this guy uh, and just really take a moment to, to thank him for his sacrifice because, man, think about that. Giving your life to save 12 kids. Worth it. Worth it. Yeah. Totally. And you know who else thinks it's worth it? Who? 
there is a production company called Pure Flix. They're already going for it? And they're already working on a film. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're scheduling uh, screenwriters to interview the, all the kids and things like that right now awesome. as we speak. Yeah, well, that's the story that needs to be told. I just and, and here's the thing. We were talking about this yesterday, how soon is too soon. This is something fresh in everyone's mind. This brought everything together. We're, I was talking about Baby Jessica back in 1988. Well, did you know there was a mind movie called The 33 with Antonio Banderas? Yeah, that was based on the 33 guys that were stuck in the yeah. uh, Chilean mine, wasn't it? Yeah. Down in Chile? Everyone likes a good mind movie. Right. Right? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, problem is I thought you said mime a movie, and I wore yeah. up, wore my costume. Got my butt stomped by a bunch of clowns. But, so. yeah, so that's a great thing. And, again, I, I kind of were, were talking off the air about this cave deal. It, it was weird seeing all the reports. I don't know if, Katie, do you have any idea what we're talking Katie's about? Katie's kind of sitting there oh, kind of, yeah. kind of, okay, okay, dive in the, I've con- heard the, story. Dive in the but, conversation. But don't okay. be shy. I was wondering <laughs> at one point when, you know, when the first – reports are coming out about it about how serious the situation was and they're saying these kids might not get out till october and that's when i was like trying to visually imagine what was happening there and then now it is july and they're out and i go okay so when do you think they realize it it like wasn't as serious as that when do you think that was do you think it's when everyone around the world was trying to help them or do you think it was just the first group didn't really know what was going to happen you know you know i'm trying to say Without being too insensitive, just go for it. You know what I'm talking about, though. You have any idea what I'm trying to say? Um, you, talking about when the world suddenly clicked to this is this is more than just some kids getting lost in the woods. Well, it was more of when they overestimate the scenario. Because when someone tells me, like, say you're any job or doing anything, and someone says not till October, I'm like, that's serious. But then now they're out. So you think it was just the the preliminary reports? No, no, because were... no, because even the media was was very forthright, going this could happen that they could get stuck there because they went in the caves and right behind them this monsoon hit, which flooded them in. Yeah, and they're like, okay, either the water's going to go down, or there's going to be another monsoon, and if there's another monsoon, these kids are stuck till monsoon monsoon season's over in October. And the same thing happened with us in Houston during during Harvey and Ike before that. It's like, okay, if or go back to Katrina and Rita. If this hurricane turns this way, we're screwed. If it turns that way, we're not. So be prepared for that. And I remember uh, Rita. Uh, I had so many friends trying to leave town, and I lived in an apartment right off of 45 in the Woodlands where you could literally walk out of my apartment, take about 100 steps, and I'd be at I-45. And I had friends who were trying to get out of town, and they would call me, and as they, you know, they were literally inching along, and I mean literally. It would take them an hour to, to move two feet. As they got close to my apartment, I'd actually go out, sit in their car, let them go to my apartment, use the bathroom, grab a sandwich, and then we'd swat, and I would have moved a foot by the time they came back an hour later. So <clears throat> after, and remember, uh, what, 10 seniors died in a bus uh, fire that was directly related to the exodus from Rita. Mm-hmm. And so Ed, Ed Ed Emmett, the county judge, Harris County judge, was under a lot of fire going, ah, the, the panic. It's like, no, this is how it had to happen. And he actually did a really good job on that. So that, that's the fine line the media has to take when they're being responsible. Now, when they're fear-mongering, oh, they're going to be stuck there forever. That's a different story altogether. But when it comes to these kids could be stuck, this is serious stuff. We need support on this one. And 
And of course, the non-altruist part of it is tune into us and we'll keep you well, what, updated. Another, like to give you more specific things about this unique story was that Elon Musk character mm-hmm. was like, hey, we'll make you a, a submarine for the kids. And then now they're rescued. Mm-hmm. So would you think he thought it was going to be till October? And then he's like, that gives us plenty of time to. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a, it was a backup plan for him. He has the resources to do that. So yeah, it's, you can be an altruist and an opportunist at the same time. I learned that a long time ago mm-hmm. and actually it helps. Even if you're a total altruist, you have to take advantage of opportunities to get your word, your altruistic word out there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Elon Musk, yeah, it, it's right down, split right down the middle. Half of it was, Hey, I'm, you know, cause their stocks in a free fall right now because of the fires at t- Tesla. So anything to give him good press doesn't help, doesn't hurt. But also I think he meant it that he could have, he's one of the few people on the planet who could actually have put, had the resources and yeah. then do something. About and it. think about all these, uh, I would just blown up the caves, get them out. Just Hulk smash everything. Hulk smash. You could have called uh, our favorite whack job. Kim Jong-un and had him do some yeah. more nuclear tests in these caves and just Jeez. level the mountain and get them out. Well, it's a wonderful story. It and is. Happy ending. Happy, except for the, the like I said, the, the one fatality. And just thankfully it wasn't one of the kids. So a relatively happy ending on this one. Yeah. Huzzah. Cool. What do you think, Katie? Yeah, I thought I watched um, on the news. I came home from work and saw that they had been rescued. And so it was interesting to watch that, like with my parents, actually not really having heard anything about it because I don't watch the news very much. And so like, what happened? They were stuck. Oh, oh, now they're out. That's good. Well, the cool (laughs) thing is for them. And this is this is actually one of the weirdest PR moves I've seen. The guy who's in charge of FIFA, one of the head guys said if they get out in time, they can come. They're guests at the final for the World Cup, dude. Oh and I'm God. thinking, like, why would you tell these kids this? Because imagine being stuck. And oh, being, he said it before. He yeah. said it beforehand. Oh no, no. And no, I'm no, like, no, I'm, I'm like, that's so mean, man. <laughs> like, imagine those kids getting in it, and they're like, so people are saying October, and they're like, oh my gosh, go to the final of the World Cup, and because you know there was all the so- there was a soccer team, but hey, they got out, so. You know? Why would he tell them that? I think that's something you say. Hey, you got out. You get to do this. Yes. Not like, I mean, if come you get on. Out, you can come. That was that was really funny. To <laughs> yeah, me. that was. But no, thankfully they got out. I mean, that's gonna that you know they had this horrible event happen for them. At least this is something very positive that will hopefully be the memory of the event. Hey kids, you've just being, been trapped in a you know life or death caving situation for the last nineteen days. What are you gonna do next? We're going to the World Cup. <laughs> well, I mean, realistically, that could mask the the downside to it that's true mm-hmm. like that's a horrible memory to have but now it's like but we're alive yeah because here's the thing these kids they're, they're gonna be going through some stuff they're between the ages of 11 and 16 yeah uh, these brains are still being formed this is this is traumatic and especially when they find out they may not have known about the uh the seal who gave his life for them and yeah. think about like kind of it's almost gonna be like survivor's guilt so there could be where they're like wait a sec someone died to get us oxygen so we could keep breathing uh, this could affect them, so I've I got no problem them partying down at the World Cup final. Which is the they have a game today, Belgium versus France, big big game. Who won Semi-final. yesterday? No one played yesterday. When's England playing? Tomorrow. Oh, okay. So that's gonna be a good game too. So Belgium who today? Belgium and France. Oh man, I am split down the middle. On this whoever game. wins this game goes to the final. I'm gonna pick Belgium only because of Raquel Poirot. I don't know who that is. He is a detective that Agatha Christie created. And he's from Belgium. That's so obscure. Why would I ever know that? <laughs> because I was in my head mentally flipping a coin. I, I've been to France. I love Belgium. Okay. 
So you, you got to go with France. Now. I mean, I, I agree. Belgium smells better, too. Well, uh, it is about 10 o'clock or 10 minutes into the segment. Let's take a break. Okay. And when we come back, I know the big news last night was the new uh, Supreme Court justice. SCOTUS! And, you know, the horrible things I'll be following that. <laughs> but my favorite thing from this week so far politically is uh, McConnell being chased from a restaurant and someone screaming, you're a turtle head. He, does, he is he, a turtle He <laughs> does look like a turtle. I mean, like. It's pretty funny. <laughs> You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio Morning's Lone Star, brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll be right back with Katie, Dick, and Sean. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. What can the Better Living Protections Program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Welcome back. It's birthday for Sean today. You know how old he is? He's 72. <laughs> right? It's not the years, it's the mileage. And how often you had an oil change? 
<laughs> I don't know. But happy birthday, Sean. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. We're sitting with Katie, who is an intern at EFTA, and she was learning more about the radio, so we invited her on. And so far, she's learned so much, and she'll leave here with so much more knowledge and appreciation for stupid people, and it's going to be great. <laughs> Right? The world is forever changed. Yes, yep. good. Good deal. <laughs> cool. Good deal. Well, we were talking a little bit about uh, the SCOTUS pick. Is that right? Is it called SCOTUS? Yes, Supreme Court of the United States. Yeah, okay. POTUS, FLOTUS, I know you don't, like, you don't like three-letter acronyms, right? TLAs, that's right. You don't like those, but you don't mind SCOTUSes. No. Because you okay. can say Supreme Court of the United States of America, or you can say SCOTUS. Okay. Well, he picked one. And it sounds like scrotum. And I got to throw that out Yeah, I know. Me too. I was thinking the same thing, man. You got to throw it out there. We're, we're, we're on we, the same plane. We, we got to like move it. past that I like now. it. Okay. All right. So uh, he picked somebody, and I want, Brett you, Kavanaugh. I want you to tell me why this is a bad thing and why this is a good thing. Okay. It's a bad thing because it's not. But you got to have bad with the good. There's always the only way to have light. You got to have darkness. Okay. Here's the thing. So help me out here. Okay, so Justice Kennedy is retiring after a long, long, illustrious career on the Supreme Court. How, how long is long? Like uh, 40 years? Yeah, yeah. How long was Kennedy Man, on? Can you imagine having a job 40 years? Nuts. Dude, I I haven't had like a single anything for 40 years. Well, we just think about that every day, talking to all those people. Yep. Well, you know, they go from the first uh, Monday in October. That's when the session starts. And this last weekend. When do you think the ego gets to your head? you got to have a big ego to get, like, be a Supreme Court Well, justice. I wish Kristen was here. Kristen Bay is his judge-elect. So I'm thinking to myself, the biggest judge position you can get in this country is the SCOTUS, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to have such a big ego. You have to. you got to. It's like my mom choosing a doctor and I'm saying, I don't like him because he's got a bad bedside manner. He thinks he's God. I want God operating on me. I want some guy thinking— or gal, that he can, he or she, you don't, yeah, you I'm don't, getting all PC in my old age. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, that this doctor is, you know, feels that they can go up against God on that. And, or when I, when I cast a, a play, I tell my cast, I tell my actors, I love big egos. If you're casting one of my plays, you deserve to have a big ego because you're in one of my plays. I can't abide egotists. There's a difference between having a big ego and being a really? and being a poopy head about it. I have a huge ego. As I tell people, this has convinced four well, women I, to marry. I don't I don't know how I could be friends or be around work with somebody who writes like the SCOTUS people do. Well they, remember, it's their clerks to do the writing. And this okay. is the interesting thing. I didn't Kavanaugh know that. was a clerk of Kennedy for years, like thirty years. So he's getting his due then. That's the thing. Now Kennedy, Which is normal for any type of position, I imagine. Kennedy was a swing vote. And, and most of the 5-4 rulings on the Supreme Court, Kennedy was more often than not the, a swing vote and went back and forth, as, as swing votes do. So half the time he came down with a conservative lean, half the time he came down on a liberal lean. But you know what? That's what a judge is supposed to do. And that's the first thing Kristen Bays will tell you, is that you don't legislate from the bench. And that's why Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh, I think is a good choice because he's a con, uh, constitutionalist. Basically, he says, we interpret the law that's written. We don't make up new laws. And that's what kind of the, that, that's where the schism happens. Uh, there are three branches of the government. First person to, to successfully call in or, or comment with the three branches correctly will get two tickets to that. What's that thing in August? The, 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 the beer thingy. This? Yeah. Let's give out two tickets. We do have tickets. 
We're going to give out two it's in tickets. August, though. It's okay. Two tickets to this thing in August. What is it, Dick? It is the tribute to Conroe Music Festival. There you go. We'll give out free All tickets. All Day Music to that. Festival featuring your favorite tribute bands from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. It's on August 11th, noon to midnight. Heritage Place Amphitheater. Food trucks, beers, and cocktails. Free Kids Zone. There you go. I'm just going off what's on the ticket, man. But, but the whole thing about there being three branches of government is they're not supposed to interact with each other. One of them, led by the president, I'll just go on and say it. You can still win tickets. Is the executive branch. Then you have the legislative ban- branch, which is the Senate. Well, Brett just so, won it. Yeah, Brett. Well, yeah, I knew Brett. Duh. So you got executive, legislative, and judicial. And the judicial branch. Are we in school right now? Do I have to be taking notes? No, no, no. Just, just saying that you asked me about, about SCOTUS and Kavanaugh. It's the executive branch oversees the government. The legislative branch makes the laws. Judicial branch enforces the laws mm-hmm. or interprets the laws. You can't have the legislative branch punishing, playing judges. You can't have a senator pretend to be a judge. And that's what Comey got busted for when he said, when he talked about the the Clinton email thing, where he said, yeah, we found out she was this and that, but we're not going to pursue charges on this. That's not, it wasn't his call. That's not the call. It wasn't a DA. So that's where the problem is. You don't have judges changing laws to fit their benefits. And of course- too practical for me. We got to make it- Really crazy. Yeah, well, here's yeah, you, you do have to make it crazy. The media has to make I, it crazy. They have to that's go why chicken I, little. I always liked Two Face, the comic book character, because he made it real simple. He did, but here's the thing with Two Face: he was a good man until he got acided up here. He he followed the law very very firmly. Now, of course, the law is open to interpretation, which is why you need a Supreme Court to say. We, we've talked about this with the immigration issue: the supremacy clause versus the Eleventh Amendment. They are in direct conflict with each other. Soon enough, it's going to have to get to the Supreme Court. And that's why people are melting down right now because it's, it's oh, it's going to be a conservative court. It's, it's the Supreme Court. You can lean one way or the other, but it, it has to go on the merits of the law. And here's the thing. Kennedy and Kavanaugh, by extension, pushed for the individual mandate on Obamacare, allowed it to go through. We hear this every day from you. Which part? Obamacare. Well, that's just that, that was the big one. That's the most recent did, big thing. Did, uh, we can go Ruth, back to Roe v. Wade. Did if Ruth you want. Ginsburg really fall asleep? Ruth Bader Ginsburg is 312 years old. Did she really fall asleep in during one of the deals? Could be. Because I saw a picture of it and I was like, that's not real. It's probably well, a joke. No, it could be or could be she was in the middle of a blink, but she is of, you think I'm old. <laughs> and so it's possible. Would that be kind of that's the best job security ever? You just, the only way you get fired is you retire. I think the best job security is being a coroner. You think so? Surgery on dead people. Yeah. What's the worst thing that could happen? You can't really screw up. They already said everything that. goes wrong. You get a pulse. No, we've all seen like the outbreak kind of movies. It kind of sometimes starts with a coroner like opening up, and then there's like a disease in it or an alien or yeah. Okay, now great. Now I've got that scene from the thing in me when he's trying to give the guy CPR and. Isn't that a cool scene? And it rips his arms off. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. That movie's great. You can rock me to sleep tonight now. There you go. Happy it- birthday. <laughs> Anyhow, it's not often that we have a replacement on the Supreme Court. What's We've the average? Had two. What's the average? Oh. Is it like every 20 years? Well, there's no like real av- average, but think about it. These people are appointed for life. So you try to get them somewhat young, 40s, 50s, 60s. And the hopes that they're going to be gone, uh, be up yeah. there for 20, 30 years. But after Has a while. Has anyone ever denied it? Like someone goes, Richard, we want you to be on the Supreme Court. Oh, I'm like, I'm yeah. like, 
Oof, bad timing, guys. <laughs> or you've seen my college transcripts? No, you don't want me on the Supreme Court. I'm better. Are you now? Well, I, mean, I just meant, like, has anyone ever done that? Decline a nomination? Absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Bork had to decline his nomination halfway through the, the confirmation hearings because they were just tearing him to shreds. But be careful what you wish for because as a result, you got Clarence Thomas. It would have been the, so he, the, the so, left would have been so better off every with day Clarence Thomas went to work he was reminded that he's number two I'll take that you think so? I'll take sloppy seconds on the Supreme Court Are you okay. kidding me huh. I don't know that was my attitude <laughs> he's not a winner that's why you'll never be on the Supreme Court dick no that's probably why I'll be number two we're number two this yeah. is like our, our yeah, trivia, trivia team game. that's what uh, that's about that's our battle cry we're number two what are your thoughts Katie on the Supreme Court um, oh, well, well, this is a good perspective. Well, here's here. the thing: Fresh. She's going to RTF, Radio, TV, and film. So, and earlier she said, "I don't really watch the news." So Skippy's here to change that. Yeah, this is this is not good. I'm not good with politics. But I say I feel like you can't have something where it's like a life sentence, like a life job, and you can retire, and that's it. I think I don't know. There has to be some kind of limit. That's just why. And there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. I'm just saying, uh, why? Why? What's your thought on that? I just think that that leads to like corruption almost to have like that stable of a job. Like once you're hired, once you get into that spot, you're set and you can in a way do what you want. But I mean, you could. Well, what mess happens up pretty with like with medical discoveries? Our life expectancy is getting longer and longer and longer. Mm-hmm. So now we're like, you know, it might have made sense when it first was made because people only live, you know, 30 years, 20 years after their if that's if they're lucky. Mm-hmm. After they're promoted to this position, but now this dude's like fifty something. He's fifty three. He's my age. So he could go for thirty years easy. That, and that's why there's a meltdown in the media. Oh, we're going to have a conservative so, court for the next thirty years. No, we're not. We're going to have a court. Absolutely. Anytime. He's just follow him to his car every day. Yeah, yell. Call him yeah. Turtlehead. <laughs> poor, Man, poor that's McConnell. so great. Uh, any entity is open for corruption. Oh, they can be impeached and removed from office. That's what Brett says. And yeah. he's, he's our go-to Googler. He is. Mm. And so. now the reason why we don't have term limits, uh, uh, while we have term limits, you can thank George Washington for that. He set four-term limit on the presidency mm-hmm. because they wanted him to be president for life. He's like, no, we just got rid of a king. Yeah. We got to separate that. I'm still waiting for them to make a crown. And then it was two, I can see Donald Trump wearing a crown. Okay. It's probably in the works. Well, I could see the last president trying to wear a crown, and the one before that, yeah, definitely. What symbolic things do we hand off to each president? Is it like a pin. What's well, a, What's a symbolic well, thing? Traditionally, the outgoing president leaves a letter for the incoming so president. It, but that doesn't continue. Like the same letter isn't handed off. No, no. Do you think they brand each other? But like, like the, the secret, yeah, secret society <laughs> kind of stuff. Well, like, like the actors in the Lord of the Rings, they all got the same. Like I'm pretty sure Scotus does that. Right, they get a tattoo. It's the Star Chamber, like yeah. the dark marks. You know, like they press it, like Lord Voldemort. You know, whenever oh, they geez. meet each other. <laughs> I kind of get to know what you're talking about a little bit. The dark mark. Mm-hmm. Well, oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about yeah. the snake. It's a snake, right? Yeah, it's like some kind of skull with a. Yeah, snake. they totally. Okay, you, for the last time, this is a tattoo that means father in Japanese. So just back off, people. He's got, he's got <laughs> but to answer mark. Katie's question, absolutely. Anything is open for for corruption. Um, not necessarily the longer you're in there, the more you're open to corruption. I just think there are I just, that, it's but... just kind of one of those scenarios where <clears throat> you don't know what's really going to happen if you don't have a firm under like a, a firm date on things. 
because I think that's what people are really scared about whenever these opportunities come up where we replace somebody in that position because it's like, what's going to happen? Well, and you, the person spends their whole time refighting for the position over and over and over. I, I think we should open up terms on both the House and the Senate because literally the, from the moment you're elected in, you have to raise 10000 a month to get reelected. $10,000? Yeah. Huh. So your job immediately is getting Don't into— Don't invest in IHOP. Yeah, right. It's, it's you have to be fundraising, so it's hard to legislate when immediately you you have to. If you're a first term president, isn't there one position like is a senator a lifer? Who's who's a, no? There's just no um, term limits. You can't right. No term limit on it. Yeah, yeah. I guess it takes the politics away from trying to keep your job and making sure that people like you. Well, and, thing, we do have term limits. They're called election dates. Yeah. Well, for the um, Supreme Court. Supreme Court. Yeah. They, but think about. Name me one organization that is under such a microscope every day. H how can you be overtly corrupt? That's true. Because yeah. if you have, if you're an individual, you have eight others not. Yeah, I guess. Now if you that do it as a full group, believe me. Well, you don't think you don't think that Kennedy more. character had some persuasion going on during that Obama thing, Obamacare. You don't think someone reached out to him, or I mean. It's called ex, into his car. No, because that's called ex parte communication. You're not supposed to. You can't go directly to the judge. One side can't go to a judge without the other side being present. It is massively against the law. So you're saying these judges are alone outside of the courtroom? Yeah. No, 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 no. I, you, I thought you meant in their opinion. No, 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 no. You can't. They can't. If they have AOL and some messenger, oh, they're okay. getting messages. <laughs> a lobbyist, like, hey. a PAC lobbyist can go to a senator, can go to the president, can go to a congressman yeah. and say, hey, I'm with big tobacco, I'm with big alcohol, I'm with big pharma. Here's $50,000 for your campaign. I'm not saying you have to vote. That's perfectly legal right now. You do that. If anyone goes, if one party goes to a judge for a case that's on them, let's say right now um, LULAC or Antifa or or some white supremacist or the Klan goes to a judge and say, hey, we want to talk to you about uh, uh, immigration. Here's $50,000. That is beyond illegal. You cannot do that. It's an ex parte communication. You cannot approach a judge. Mm -hmm. These judges are in such a microscope. If one of them goes rogue, you got eight more to rein him or her in. If they decide to all get together in some big secret Voldemort meeting and say, hey, you know, let's let's reverse this, let's do that. It is under such a microscope. Mm -hmm. they, they could be impeached and yet. So, yeah, I guess instead of corruption, maybe it's more of like a fear of commitment to a like a set of views. Like you're gonna go with this person, their opinions, their thoughts on which things, is why you want that. them to have huge egos. They're not mm -hmm. afraid of it. You got the Clarence Thomases of the world who say this. When he said <clears throat> lately, what's been making its way up to the Supreme Court to the point where Clarence Thomas finally wrote a memo on it is you have these state level district judges federal judges of a district level in California that try to put a national ban on something, on immigration or whatever, that is outside of their purvey. They, they don't have that much jurisdiction. And Thomas, his response was, if these judges don't stop doing that, we will have to rule on this. And the law is against it. So you don't want the Supreme Court ruling. on So district judges, cool it. He was firing a warning shot on that so it's not the supreme court you have to worry about they're not the ones that are trying to stop every agenda of the current president and to be fair of the previous president with let's find a honolulu judge to stop immigration in texas where there's no jurisdiction on that supreme court is above that and there's no fear in them
in my opinion. But good thought, good thoughts on that. Keep they're all on. corrupted. Your mama was corrupted. Yeah, they're all corrupted. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. Don't believe what you hear from us. We'll be right back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living Mobile Cooking School is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Welcome back. Lauren's Lone Star, Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com, worldwide. Brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. In the studio with us is Katie from the Montgomery County area. Is that, is that safe to say? Tomball, Texas. Tomball, Texas. There you go. Hometown with a heart. What does that mean? That's our slogan, apparently. Oh. Okay. I believe it. I like it. I thought their slogan was, hey, at least we're not in Pasadena. <laughs> I think that's, that's a lot of that's a lot of slogans <laughs> right yeah, there. Yeah, right? a lot of people. Oh. 
But we're having fun. Don't forget, at 10 o'clock, we're going to have the folks from the Players Theory Company in the studio talking about musical comedy murders of 1940, which is the last weekend here. And uh, we had a a listener on Facebook, you know, uh, Dennis, sorry that you're going to have to pay for tickets, man, to support local community theater. I know it's awful, but tickets can be purchased at owentheater.com. And, uh, and it supports... Ask to Usher or something like that. Yeah. Or, or get on the board. That's that's what I do. I'm actually really curious what the show's about. Cause about two hours. What is it about, though? About two hours. About two hours? Yeah. Musical murders and comedy. Yeah, believe it or not. It's, is it it's like separate stories? Or is no, it, no, no, well, no. I, have pl- I have questions for them. I'll, I'll ask yes, them. Why am I asking you? Them. You're going to ruin everything. <laughs> so uh, that, means, that means we, we got about you know 10 minutes till then. And is there any stories you want to get out right now? Because I know I've been kind of bringing them up. This well, hour. let's see. So internationally, like I said, we we got the the boys and their coach rescued from the cave. So that that's really good. And I'm so hopefully happy they actually go to the World Cup. Let's hope. Yeah, yeah can you imagine the we guy know, going? We know oh, how yeah. corrupt FIFA is. You're right. And it's like, oh man, that. So be... was it the FIFA president that said? It was some FIFA official. It might have been the guy, like the actual president. I can look it up, but I do remember seeing that, and I was like, oof, man. They have to wait four years if they can. Would you be one of those people, and, you know, they, they do this on, like, bus accidents, or after the accident happens, they hop on the bus, so they can go, oh, I was on the bus. Would you insert yourself into these 12 boys, like saying you're the assistant coach, and, you know, you just got rescued so you could go to the World Cup? Are you that kind of man? No. Especially, like, I would probably do it in a different circumstance, because that's just, that's just poor taste. It's a poor taste. Yeah. It's the but World like, Cup. But, like, say the, like... Whoever wins the Super Bowl, say the Texans win the Super Bowl and they get to go somewhere really cool. I'd be like, yeah, I'm a, you know, I clean the jerseys. I would pretend then. <laughs> I'm the water boy. Yeah, I'm the water boy. That's cool. And that gives you, I mean, I mean, taking advantage of the kids. I say, you don't take advantage of kids. No matter how you're going to play, you're always going to look like a jerk. Well done, Dick. So the I do, I do have, you. I do have levels, but I will take advantage of You have so, layers. Yeah. Sisters have layers. So yeah, no, that's, uh, that's what I would do. Dicks have layers. So. Uh, so here's some. It, it, it's funny, but it's like really sad because it's not funny. Um, so there's a New York Giant defensive lineman named A.J. Francis. Okay. Who took a flight and TSA went through his bag. And so, you know, when he opened up his bag, there, oh, there was a note from the TSA saying, we, you know, we went through your bag. And the unopened urn carrying his mother's ashes that had spilled all over inside the suitcase. And so that's what, unfortunate. That's bad. Now, what I'd like to do. Are you supposed to check that? Well, like, you're not supposed to. Open I don't fly an regularly, so I'm like, how do you? I feel like whatever, whenever you're flying, and whatever you think is not practical that's in a bag, like clothes, socks, and you know, toiletries, then you check it, right? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to, right? Well, yeah. Like a hair dryer. Would you? Would you have to check a hair dryer? Hair dryer? I don't think so. No, because it's got a. Um, I don't know the rules today. It's got. I told you about the time, like the one time I flew, I forgot to take my pocket knife out. I seen me think about it, and I had right. these two guys on me, and I was like, "Oh shoot!" Here, here's the thing: it's very much a knee jerk reaction. It's you know, one Christmas time we have some idiot who decides to put kerosene in a match in the shoe. Now we have to take off our shoes and belts at the airport. They say three point four ounces. Uh, you know, you can't have liquids more than 3.4 ounces. I guarantee you that if you wanted to make a bomb, and I'm not encouraging anything, I'm not oh, trying yeah, to get yeah, on like, anymore. But no, I, I mean, like, is that, is that just the logic now? Is you just have to check everything that's not the normal things you put in a suitcase? Yeah. 
you got to be safe because here's the thing Let, let's say uh, now i do believe you can you don't have to you, check there oh. was uh there was a time when i was about 10 years old mm -hmm. and we went to uh somewhere up northeast where there's like a big theme park i forgot what they call it somewhere northeast because that's where uh part of my family's from and i won a giant velociraptors like right when, right when jurassic park came out and it was one of those carnival games where you roll something and you have like one red cup out of like the mm -hmm. 600 and i got it and i'll never forget my parents looking at me going like we can't take this with us and i'm talking like it was like three feet tall oh. it was like it was like almost as big as me at the time and i was like i want it i want to bring it and uh, so they went through this whole thing with customs trying to figure out how to put it on the airplane. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was really funny. I, I guess today you couldn't do that. Yeah. Could you? No. Brett beat me to the punch on this that they did. Un you're not supposed to unseal it. It is against T TSA policy. But I'd like to read to you the tweet from AJ Francis. But since it's a little adult, we're going to take advantage of Katie. Katie, every time I snap my fingers, I need you to say the word beep. Okay. Okay. You're going to be our sensor bleep. All right. Okay. So this is what Francis, A.J. Francis, New York Giants defensive lineman, said in his tweet to and about the TSA. Hey, you pieces of... Bleep. Next time you feed the need, feel the need to go through my mother's ashes for no reason, make sure you close it back so her remains aren't spilled all over my clothes. The least you pieces of garbage can do is your Bleep. job. She's pretty good at that. Yeah. Yeah. That's on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like there's always a good TSA story every weekend for travel. Right. And I guess, unfortunately, they don't – I mean, they have to have cameras to see what really happened. Because the people just really just go through stuff and just for the heck of it. Well, no, TSA, I mean, they have a job. I'm not yeah. trying to make fun of well, them Well, that's what I'm trying to understand because like, I feel like if you had an urn in your bag, you're you're not going to be – like, why would you want to give it without notifying somebody? Because I feel like when you're sitting in an airplane, you look to your right – and they had the loading dock. There's this dude like doing this. Well, here's the that. thing. Like, you know, talking about throwing yeah. the Well, they like, are human remains. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, you're, there's a good chance that your bag is going to be mishandled. It's going to be upside down at yeah, one but, point. But no, what I mean is, I think legally, I'm not sure about this. There's no difference from having uh, ashes and a cadaver are the same legal entity. But would, human well, wouldn't you consider it fragile? Well, yeah. I mean, because the, 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 does the luggage still come down that thing, that chute? And then it just nails the side and it goes around the well, circle. Yeah. Checking ashes. So, just, yeah, y'all coming in. That's it, about, oh my lord, there goes the neighborhood. Um, we have more guests waddling in. So, uh, but I, I got to check on the legality of that or may, I'm, maybe Brett's well, already. I feel like this guy kind of set up his own failure here without. He didn't help matters much, but I mean, there, there was the warrant. He could have been illegally crossing if, if he was taking a, an interstate flight. That could have actually been breaking the law, transporting human remains across state lines without checking it. Yeah, or without filling out paperwork or something. Because seriously, it's like taking a cadaver and crossing state lines with it. There's paperwork to be filled out. Now, no one's going to think about that. And, you know, nowadays the thing is to put little bits of the ashes and little vials around people's necks. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, that's why you got to interpret the law and, and say, okay, is this what was meant? Oh, man. What do you think it smelled like? Can you? Oh. It smelled like ashes. Sorry, I've 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 I've, I've, I've smelt cremains. It, it it smells like a, you know, you have an ashtray with a whole bunch of cigar ashes. Oof, that's pretty okay. ashy. Yeah, I think on one hand he was like, okay, I probably should make sure this is handled well. Like this is what my, his mom, his mom's remains. You know, you want to make sure that's properly handled. But then on the other hand, paying a checking fee and not just carrying on. I think he was weighing that, and then he went. I would with just mailed it. The cheaper option. 
he's an <laughs> NFL lineman. If he's worried about the extra 20 bucks to Some check. Some people are stingy. <clears throat> I, I have a, you know, mileage card that I, seriously, I buy my tickets on it. I get a free check baggage. There you go. Use and get your miles. I, I don't know. Well, again, like I imagine people who handle my luggage, they're throwing it. So if you have a remains in your bag, you're like, you got to understand, oh, it might get thrown. Because, right, I mean, I felt like you're in the airplane, you always make a joke, make, make sure you're looking at the loaders, like, they better, that's my suitcase right there. Mm-hmm. They better do it with care. But now they don't, they don't care. Now, speaking of airplanes, how much time do we have? Do we have another couple of minutes? We have about three minutes. Okay. Speaking of air- airplanes, because I want to get your take on this. There have been rumors that HRC herself, Hillary Rodham Clinton, is putting together a potential run yet again for the 2020 presidential election. Okay. Now, what's her the, and— does that have to do with because her and her husband, Bill, decided for the first time in their entire lives to take a commercial domestic flight Okay. on a Delta. Hopefully they don't have remains in from, their bag. <laughs> right. Well, from Ronald Reagan, Washington Airport to JFK, New York. So from Washington, New York, they hopped for the first time in their lives on an airplane like a couple of— uh, I don't believe that. That can't be the first time. You know what I'm talking about? Not since before he was president and governor. Okay. Since before he was governor of Arkansas which was back in the 80s. So first time in their adult lives together, I'm telling you, or the first time in decades. I, th- I think, I don't know, because they made sure that, you know, people were there, oh, my God, it's the Clintons taking that. It's because what was she busted for in the last election? Being disengaged, being aloof, not one of the people, okay. victim status. So I don't know. Keep an eye out on this one. I think she's going to be making an announcement pretty soon. I feel like that was going to be in People Weekly. Like, they're just like us. <laughs> That's I right? think it's the start. Oh, man. I think it's the start. You'd think, after, I don't know, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but best of luck to all the No, I did like that presidents. Sheila Jackson Lee story, though. Which one? Remember that story not too long ago where she kicked that teacher off? Yeah. And that, no, <laughs> I you wonder where it came from that. Uh, you got to understand, I actually had my own personal interactions with Sheila Jackson Lee. Oh, yeah. And uh, where I, she I think actually everyone, was, everyone knows she's a special woman. Well, Unfortunately, she, she came to me with, do you know who I am? And I got to respond to her in okay. kind, saying, yeah, yeah, you're not the director of the show. You're not going on my stage. And we, so, know you, we know you're a power-hungry person, Sean. Speaking of power-hungry people, we got theater people <laughs> in the studio, and we're going to talk about comedy, musical com- Oh, I got this. I got this. Dang it. Come on, dude. You had it, man. You I had it. All this you had it. Musical comedy. Musical. Mur- comedy murders of 1940. You got it. This weekend at the Owen Theater, we're going to have some of the cast people in. All this great stuff. I'm really excited because I have no idea what this play is about. So stay tuned. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on IRLoneStar.com and Condors FM 104.5, 106.1. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning with scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning. Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org, because every life matters. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available in Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- 647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, Check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. He's still Dick, and let me check the tag yeah. on my underwear. I'm still Skippy. I wanna, we got to say special thanks to Katie for coming in being yeah. our, our guest. Special Katie, guest. really cool. And, uh, yeah, we kind of threw her in the deep end there. Hopefully she'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the, if you're going to get uh, radio, TV, and film, read the news. Watch the news. Yeah, Keep up right. with it. Well, even if you're writing fiction, you got to, you, you know, fiction is you hold up the mirror to something that's going on in reality and do a spin on it. How could you do Law & Order if you don't keep up with the news? That's true. So that's always a, a good thing. So, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to learn her how to, how to know the news. Do you think people write plays like that too? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, what about the musical comedy murder? Did I say it wrong? She looked at just, me. Just commit. Just commit. Say it. Say it. She looked at me and she's okay. How about y'all say it? How about that? Okay. So we have to start <laughs> introducing. We have the director here. We have. I'm gonna look this up. I know I did. I know I said it right at least one time. Yeah. 
<laughs> Musical Comedy Murders of 1940. Musical we, Comedy Murders of 1940. Okay. So we have Mr. O.A. Melvin here. He's the director of this show, going on the Owen. How you doing, O.A.? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Awesome. I'm doing good. So who'd you, who'd you drag in with you here? Well, I got a couple of people here. Husband and wife team. Uh-oh. On stage? No. On and off. Here. Just making sure people know. In here. Okay. All right. Thank you. Well, introduce yourselves. I got Dale. Hi, Dale. Hey. What's going on, Sean? Hello. Hey, I'm Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in OE, so. Yeah. Case ready. You All right. Talk. All right. So I'm, I have a question about this. Is anyone murdered on stage? Uh, Yes. Is that, it all different? Is it like Clue, where there's like different weapons and things like that? Not so much. Uh, I, I like mean, variety they, in my murders, so I'm trying to. <laughs> well, we have you know locations are different, and you know. Is it like little stories, or is it one big no, story? No, it's one one big story. Okay. Does yeah. Dale sing in it? No. Okay, we can show up then. Well, he dies for a long time and really loudly. Yes, he does. <laughs> okay, and of course, the most important question: who's the, who's the murderer? can't say that oh okay almost, so that is the not. catch that's part of going part to the of show it. oh that's cool absolutely okay find out the answer come to the show <laughs> well now <laughs> is this something because let me ask because you know all about this is this one of those plays where it's different every time or if you've seen the play you know 20 years ago it's the same thing but it's just cooler because you guys are in it <laughs> it's cooler because we we're in it that's okay it. that's yeah. good all right it makes sense well they you know they say that sports is the only form of entertainment that never repeats i disagree live theater Something changes every night. An actor will yeah. forget a line. A set piece will fall down, and they got to roll with it. So, uh, yeah, definitely got to go more. And more. Well, especially with a stage like the Owen Theater, like any seat, you feel close, so you can see a lot of detail no matter where you're sitting. I like that a lot, a lot, a lot about the Owen Theater. So, uh, so tell me a little bit because this is the last weekend, right? Am I wrong? You are correct. So sir. you basically have Friday's show at at eight. Seven or sorry, uh, Saturday show at eight, and then is there a Sunday show? Matinee. Matinee at two. Yeah. Oh, there is a matinee on yeah. Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. three days to see matinee. it. Okay. And then we have to clear everything out. Right. And it's you can't watch that, right? No. That's not included in the ticket price. No, you can come you, and watch, but you're gonna have to take a hammer up and help us take <laughs> yeah. it down. You know, you should sell the, you know, you want tickets to take a sledgehammer to the set. You, <laughs> I'd be there. That's funny. So, uh, what got you guys, uh, Dan Kelly, involved in the show? Did OA threaten your lives, or did you audition? Totally, or? totally. And I was hoping he was gonna bite the big one, and he does at some point, maybe. That's gotta be kind of strange, <laughs> yeah. right? To see see your husband die. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he dies. Kinda... Maybe he doesn't. Well, one of the girls goes after him with a meat cleaver, and I offer her more every night to actually <laughs> do it. We have another cast member who's got in. On well, we'll get him. We'll, we'll let that All guy right, on just let you after know. the break. So don't worry. You have y'all are going to be here for hopefully thirty minutes. All righty. So, uh, so I want to ask this. It's a comedy, so there's going to be a lot of laughs, and it's really strange. But to it's me. not a musical, right? No, there's no music involved. Isn't it? Why is that in this name? <laughs> What's going on? Is that a joke? It's ironic? No, seriously. <laughs> oh man, that's going to throw people off. I have no idea about this. So, but how's murder funny? How do you make it funny? You get a bunch of bumbling people who don't know how to kill each other. <laughs> don't you watch? Okay. Didn't you watch Re Weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> yeah, I've seen Arsenic and Lace. There that's kind of similar, that's, right? Yeah, that's funny. Very much, yeah. Okay, so you're looking at slapstick comedy, or is it is it more intellectual comedy? What kind of comedy? Slapstick. Am I? Slapstick. Yeah. So we're not talking Commedia dell'arte. <laughs> no, I can't even spell that. <laughs> well, one thing I love about community theater is, like I said, the exposure you get is very raw. And to me, I like that more about the art process. It's like mm -hmm. I like the plays more 
especially with the theater. It's only like 220 seats, 200-ish ish seats. No yeah, one really yeah. knows the full number. No. Uh, <laughs> so, and this play is like, what, two hours long? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much right, right at that. Okay. And a lot of people attempt murder, comedy murder. Oh, we we kill several people along the way. Okay. We we don't want you know we don't get get it dull, so we've got to bring in extra people and yeah. kill them. So okay, now yeah. uh, you two are actors in it, actresses and actors. Is that something you look for when you're auditioning? It's like I want to be a person who gets stabbed. <laughs> Is that normal? Because Dale looks like that's so like no, that's not what I auditioned for. I just got placed. <laughs> I always get cast as a judge or a lawyer. Yeah, we got the face I, for I'm it. an authority figure. An authority figure. Well, yeah, you were, what's his name in Musketeers? That's right. I was an authority Treville? figure. I had, yeah, Treville. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. I always get cast as the drunk. She does. <laughs> that damn stereotyping. <laughs> That's, uh, hey, if she's brought up that way, you know, let roll with it. Yeah. It's a guaranteed roll right there. Yeah. Oh, wait, what, what what turns you on to this production? Did they come to you one day and say, hey, this is the show you're going to do, or did you I've been want wanting this? to do this show for a long time. Really? Uh, as long as the dome was still open when I <laughs> wanted to do this, okay? <laughs> and uh, and it just never happened. I gave I gave the, the, uh, the idea to several other people, one of which told me that they actually saved their theater by using that show, by playing that show. Really? Yeah. Uh, they only lasted another year, but they got another year out. They got a year out of yeah, it. Yeah, so, uh, so I've, I've been waiting all this time, and, uh, and the time finally arrived. Had you seen it before somewhere? No, I got it. I used to belong to a, they had a play thing where you could get the plays, and they they hardcover, and they mm-hmm. bring them in, and I would get all those. And that's I read it there, and I said, oh, this is a good show. I've never heard of it, but it sounds like it's fascinating. And I need to do this. And the time didn't come around till now. As a director, how difficult is it to base a, a, a project purely off of reading the script? Because, you know, when I do Shakespeare, a lot of the, the students that, that I direct, they freak out. Oh, I don't know Shakespeare. It's like, but that's only half of it. Mm-hmm. You know, reading it, you got, you got to see it. So with you choosing the show just from the script, how hard was that? Were you able to picture in your head? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've been carrying it around for years. Mm-hmm. So I turned that thing over a zillion times of what I wanted to do. And, of course, as always, things changed when we got ready to go. Mm-hmm. So, but it's a, a great great show with a wonderful cast, and we're very proud to be part of it. Is it family-friendly? Manson family-friendly? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, Manson family-friendly, certainly. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it. It's, it's family friendly. There's there's a couple of things. I mean, I don't know if you want the name know. murder is in the title. So yeah. Well, yeah. it said comedy so before it. Comedy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So musical comedy. That's right. <laughs> musical. Not no music. <laughs> comedy. There's sure. gotta be there's gotta be an angle to that that I don't understand. To I see it. Why do they have musical in the title? I'm I presume you're going to find out that the murders take place during a musical that's being produced on stage. Oh, Close. okay. Uh-oh, man, look, radio foul right there. Okay, oh, no. so this weekend when I come see the play and OA, the director, goes out and says, please turn off your, your cell yeah. phones, I'm going, yeah, OA! Yeah. Not, was, <laughs> OA thought he had it turned physician, off. Physician, heal thyself. <laughs> well, this sounds like a lot of fun. Let's get to know a little bit about the actors and actresses. How long have you guys been performing together? Because y'all probably been on stage before, right? Just once. Twice. Twice. Yeah. Well, he's been doing it a lot longer than I have. How'd you get suckered into Kelly? 
<laughs> Actually, Sue Hayes. Really? Sue Hayes, when she did Stepping Out, mm-hmm. she needed a drunk with an English accent. <laughs> Is, so, so you're telling me someone approached you and was like, hey, we're looking for a drunk. <laughs> it's set in the 80s. Are, yeah, are you interested? Yeah, if you just get That's up there wonderful. and audition, I think you do it. Well, you sell it well, I guess. I hope, right? Uh, but so, outside of acting at the on the stage here, is there anything else that interests you? Because I know you're a lawyer locally in downtown, right? And you work for your husband or with your with your husband? Yeah, he I works work for, for me. Her. Work for her. All right, let's not step on any toes. But uh, no, I get, I get the meat cleaver idea now. And from a law but, firm, right? Yeah. Um, what kind of what kind of law do you guys practice? Uh, board certified in personal injury and civil trial, mm-hmm. which means. Uh, undertake anything that doesn't involve criminal uh, representation. So it means that if I were to take this delicious cup of Conroe coffee and accidentally get some behind me and then slip on it, I could end up owning the station, maybe. No, <laughs> that's because I hire. That's because I'd hire him. Yeah. That's, Son what, of a that's what. Well, it was worth a shot. Well, you know, with y'all participating in the in the audition process for this was this something y'all really wanted to do or was it more were threats involved well because like one thing that amazes me about the local community theater here is how much time you have to dedicate and i'm like i could i can't imagine doing that but like once every 10 years no but some people do it every chance they get how about you guys since y'all are married is it something that y'all like to do so if we have a listener right now it's like i really want to get involved with something would you definitely recommend it? I'd recommend it because now I know where she is. <laughs> True. Well, how, do you, maybe doing. maybe that's why she joined you. Maybe so. Um, I think we both find it. I do a very cathartic. I basically I can step out from what I do, and and she and she's just as involved in the practice as I am, and she takes on the. Um, all the all the uh, mental and problems that our clients are having and absorbs them and gets on the stage and can be somebody else. Hence the thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, whether she's sober or not. <laughs> and um, we can uh, we can kind of uh, uh, wash ourselves of that mentally, and that's that's pretty good. I find it. Um, you know, it's a good exercise. It's a very um, um, good way to meet people and good way to get to know people in a different manner. And um, I, I, I'm sitting here now with two of the finest directors that the players have ever had, and um, get to le- you learn things from them. Not that I want to be a director, but I certainly do learn a lot from what they do, and uh, basically I take a lot from what I'm told and learn on that stage and utilize it in my real practice. But mostly it's fun. Yeah. It is. It's a lot of fun. It looks like you're going to have fun in this. Yeah. Because it's a musical comedy murder. We've got revolving bookcases and the whole bit. It's it's a lot of fun. I saw the set. I I popped in on it because as a director, you you know, basically. You steal things. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We get it. Yeah. (laughs) We pay homage. Yeah. But That's um, good. So, being you know attorneys working in the legal field, uh, do you ever watch a show like you know um, Twelve Angry Men or or something like that, and just cringe at the dramatic liberties taken with the real world, or do you, is that a forgivable offense? No, I, I think basically they got to put what they do into a span of 
30 minutes mm-hmm. and uh, and then what we did and, and what we do we take five years and are given two or three days to present uh, all the evidence but uh, I was watching something the other night Marshall about Thurgood Marshall and everything and then mm-hmm. one of the cases he was trying and all that and all what he had to go through and it was all kind of um, um, I thought it was very realistic uh, what they did on TV and what they do in the movies and all but it's um, there's a lot of uh, commonalities and and all that mm-hmm. I don't see too much and then there's law and order yeah. right <laughs> where every every trial takes three weeks from from the arrest exactly all right that doesn't happen <laughs> right I always imagine when they go to black and they do that music oh, it's right. been like that's like, it's like Two weeks. Well, so what every you do, time it's seriously, watch whenever they do that in Law & Order because they have the date, and you'll see that it's been, it takes like months. That's how they squeeze it in there. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's take a break. Let's get the the one person who hasn't been on. Who's, well, two. We got Terry well, we over got there. We got Terry. Too. Oh, man. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. We're hanging out with the people who are putting on the musical comedy murders of 1940 this weekend at the Owen Theater. Get your tickets online at owentheater.com, and it's brought to you by the Players Theater Company. We'll be right back. A Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, A Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. A Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on-air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Path to the Plate is a research-based education program that helps consumers understand how their food choices impact their health by making the connection to agriculture. Learning about how food is grown and produced and how consumers can make better food choices for themselves and their families, Path to the Plate is all about dispelling myths and misconceptions. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 
4-H and Youth, and Family and Consumer Sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. Yeah. Dick and Kippy on my birthday. One year older to the grave, am I. But it's time to celebrate. I made another 365 days without being shot by a jealous husband. <laughs> so it's a good day. It is 1021 on the dot. Let's do some traffic and weather. It's nudge its way up to 83 degrees. Going up to 90. Cloudy. Only a 10% chance of rain right now. But tomorrow through Saturday, got some storms coming. So be cautious out there, wear your, wear your booties. And the official Lone Star weather tree outside my window lets me know that winds are coming out of the south at four miles an hour. That's me. How's traffic? Traffic, uh, that accident right there on southbound I-45 is cleared up between 1488 and 336. About darn time. So if you're heading into Houston, you're pretty good all the way to I-10. If you're on Highway 69, northbound, southbound, everything's looking good through Cleveland and Shepard, and then especially through Humble. Uh, outside of that, everything's looking good. I'm not seeing any accidents or instances east to west, wherever else in Montgomery County. Cool. So welcome back. We got uh, some new people. We do. For the musical comedy murders of 1940. And we have, uh, who's joining us? We have Ms. Terry Woods here. Hello. Hello. And we have Kevin Downs, who plays Eddie in the show. Hello. And Kevin was late, so we're going to make fun of him for that. <laughs> Where were you, Kevin? Uh, I was at court, actually, for a speeding ticket. And why wasn't Dale representing you? <laughs> I didn't think of that far. That's how good he is. <laughs> he's, he's in two places at once. Uh, That's good of a lawyer. Wasn't it, Dale? It was more important to be on this show than to represent some speeding punk. Yeah, <laughs> with you on that, my friend. Well, one question I have before we get with Terry and things is why 1940? Could this be any year? What's going on with that? Okay. They set it in 1940 because it was the time when things were just beginning to really change. So you can get away with murder. <laughs> I don't think that was part of it. I think people have been doing that for a while, but uh, it gave it, I mean, it, it, right. it gave the uh, costumer a whole lot of work. I was <laughs> probably because the playwright was doing it Layers. for a local theater, and he hit the costume shop like, okay, we got a lot of costumes for 1940. There's the year of the play. Yeah. Could you do that, though? Could you just change up the year? No. Well, not legally. Does 1940 have something to do with the murders? Well, it doesn't have anything to do with the murders, but there is some innuendo about Washington okay. and some things that are going on yeah. at that time. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of different like wor like words in the script that reference to like different things and stuff that was going on. Like there is there is a a gag where we're making fun of the Japanese in there, and so that's something that was prominent in the 1940s because of the whole. World War II that was going on at the time. And then we're also like, there's just certain procedures and medical stuff that was going on at that time, as mentioned several times in the script. And there's references to the Nazis. Okay, so it really puts well, it you in the 1940s. To, yeah, or 2018. I mean, yeah, well, true. You know, just up, that's up, been done before. Well, yeah, with um, Kiss Me Kate that I just directed. Oh, gosh, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be said in this particular year because of one joke. Really? Yeah. There's a joke about uh, some guy running for both uh, Dewey and Truman, and and he picks the loser. He's like, I know a winner when I see one. It's got a big laugh, but the play had to be set at that particular month and year. Can you joke. just change the joke because there's always two people no, running for president? No, believe it or not, this is what a lot of uh, – uh, oh, wait, feel free to chime in on this. A lot of people think, well, 
you know, I can't believe they put on a Neil Simon play because there's language. It is literally illegal to change a single word from really? a script without uh, permission. So the directors don't really do anything. No, we just surround right? ourselves I by mean, people. It kind of explains and itself. Take all the credit. Right? Yeah, we get good people, and that's all we really need. <laughs> yeah, you just do that. Yeah, the character choice. Yeah. Work with that. Well, oh, you can man. write in. Like since I usually work with children mostly, you can write in and have some things like language. Uh, explicit language and so forth changed. We have like, I, what would you call like creative restrictions? So kind of like instead of saying a curse where you do a copyright infringement, you do like a snap, you know, like have a bleep. You don't actually say the word that's in the script. You can just say bleep. Most community theaters will do that and try to get away with it. Um, and for the most part, unless you're doing a Disney show, like, you know, Aladdin Jr. or something, they, mm -hmm. Disney will actually send spies out to your audience and will bust you. Uh, what would you want to change about Aladdin? Well, let's say it's uh, well. Uh, one we big don't no -no. want to do magic carpet, man. Well, we no, can't afford that. One big no-no is uh, like a lot of Disney musicals. You have the like Aladdin, and then you have Aladdin Junior, or you have. Okay. Uh, but what would you want to change? Because well, Junior is legally you can only use kids under the age of eighteen. Okay. And what people and it's cheaper to put on. So some theaters may be may feel inspired to say we're doing the Junior version, but then they'll cast adults in it. Okay. And that's actually breaking the law. So as a director, you got to be very cautious of that, don't you, O.A.? Yeah, absolutely. All of a sudden, somebody be knocking on the door. You won't know what happened to mm -hmm. it. It wasn't me. It was so, but, but Terry's right. You know, you, you can you can petition to change the words. Uh, there's a play called Sylvia that I, I'm a big fan of, and it's got horrendously adult language in it. But you, uh, we actually wrote the playwright and the publisher and said, mm -hmm. um, the, the publisher, and they gave permission to change some of the eight-letter words down to four-letter words. And that's the nice thing about community theater, too, because if you approach it like that, it's not like you're trying to rip them off or... Right, but it can bite you. I remember a few years ago, a Tuts Theater Under the Stars in downtown Houston, There is a they put on a musical called Hands on a Hard Body, which is a musical based on, you know, those those contests where you're yeah. touching the truck. The director took it upon himself to change it up. Opening night, the playwright showed up. What did he change? Like, uh, the order of songs, the, uh, who sang what song. He reversed the scenes. The playwright put the song, shut it put down a song in a during spot. intermission. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shut it down Drama. during intermission and filed a uh, suit because you can't do that. That was just a few years ago. Yeah. And that, that was here. That's crazy. Here we all wouldn't do something like that. <laughs> right? Squirrel! <laughs> right, Dale? How many times do you have represent the player? No, uh, so, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, how fast were you speeding when you got arrested? Huh? Shut up, Dick. You shut up. <laughs> well, one thing that uh, some users are chiming in is how many people are in this production? There are 10 characters in the production, okay. and Dale plays three. Oh, lucky with him. three distinct accents. Look, look at the range the three on faces of his Dale? show. Yes, the three faces of Dale. And um, uh, Kelly plays Bernice, and she is the drunk. <laughs> but enough about the actress. What about the character? <laughs> oh, he went That's there. The ace in the hole. He I went get there. It. Yeah, I get it. Well, but, Terry, what's, what's Kevin, your Kevin mm -hmm. is? You know, you always have to have that young ingenue couple, mm -hmm. and he is that. He plays a comic that's supposed is supposed to be loosely based on Bob Hope. Okay, and so we I have see to the teach people. We have to teach people who Bob Hope is, if you can believe that. Uh, he was a golfer. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> is it true that Paul McCartney was in a band before Wings? That's where you say Paul McCartney was in a band? 
Yeah. <laughs> Terry, what's your uh, uh I'm publicity. Publicity? Publicity, and, mm-hmm. and I'm just an all-around pain in the neck of backstage. Okay. You always got to have those, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think yeah. it's, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what the story, because I, I, we've talked about the murder and the comedy, but I still don't know what the story is about. So so the story, pretty, pretty much, I mean, like, when you guys were talking about this, and I was cringing over there because I couldn't answer because you guys couldn't hear me. That uh, we're actually oh, we don't do it. the we, crime we, if you can't we, do the time. We could hear you. <laughs> yeah, we just choose not to. Uh, <laughs> we're uh, three of us are called to do a backers audition for a musical. Oh, so the backdrop of the play is actually a play. Kind of. We're all audition like we're auditioning a musical for like a Kiss Me Kate's like a play, right? Yeah, like it's literally a play. Well, yeah, of a play. Kiss Me Kate has a production of The Taming of the Shrew in the play, so okay. they have the play within the play. Yeah, right. so basically they have like the creative team, and then they have th- three of us actors that are brought in to do the audition for a producer. Okay. And the whole connection with all of that is what really sets the That's fun. plot going forward. Because like, when I think of murder, I think of mystery, and y'all are saying that's kind of the whole catch of it is you don't know who is doing it, right? Yeah, it's called so, a whodunit. Well, I know. I'm just I'm trying to think of the set now because you can't mm-hmm. show faces, right? Because that that gives it away. Well, that's where it gets a, a lot of it gets to the director on how to how to make it happen. Yeah, you get to see our faces and whatnot, but like, there there are the scenes where the killers on stage, but you can't see them because they're all cloaked, yeah. so you don't know who they are. Spookily, spookily. Real world? It is now. <laughs> yeah, spooky. Very and spooky. It's set in uh, this. Uh, ladies home they're snowed in and there's bookcases that are, that turn around and move and and do all kinds of crazy things so it, it's a really really cool set to go with this show well hang on to it because i did hear that they are doing a broadway version of clue and that so within 18 months or so they'll release the rights on it and maybe the owen can grab that just haul there that set go. out of mothballs and you got yourself a show <laughs> Well, what is it called? Uh, the Goldberg variation, where things happen by accident. We are talking about the Goldberg variation. It was like an X Files episode where all these people were dying around this guy. Oh my goodness! And they couldn't figure out who was killing all these people. And then at the end, it was like it's literally just bad luck because he causes bad luck around him. I vaguely remember that one. And it was just like crazy stuff, like people in you know elevator shafts. Like we're dying, and he was like always. He's always there on the scene. Like they think this guy's killing people, and um, did I just ruin the play? No, no. Okay, good. I was like, that'd be <laughs> no, really- but you ruined the fifteen-year-old X Files episode for people who haven't watched it yet. Well, no, I think you know at the very, very beginning, because it's played by that actor. Man, what is he? You've seen him in like, I don't know, shows. There you go. <laughs> I, I, oh, um, I'm him. looking him up. I'm gonna look him up real quick. Yeah, I, now I need to know. Now I need to know who I, it is. I have no idea what you're talking about here. It is. Hold on. Let me let me haul up the mini computer here. It's ten thirty one on the dot here at Mornings with Lone Star. We are talking with Oa, Terry, Kevin, Kelly, and Dale, who are the brain trust behind musical comedy murders nineteen forty, happening at the Owen Theater this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday and Saturday at eight. Sunday at two. Two o'clock. You want tickets to this? You do want tickets to this? Uh, go to Owen Theater. And that's theater with an R-E dot com. Or hit them on Facebook page or pop by the studio and uh, we'll point you in the direction of O.A., Terry, and the, and the rest. We'll break a leg this weekend. 
Thank you. Thank and I you. think it sounds like a fun, fun show. Oh, my gosh. And if you're looking for entertainment and live entertainment and will produce entertainment, check out the Owen Theater's musical comedy murders of 1940. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. All right. And I will be there on Friday or Sunday, so it's vitally, just spread the word of the cast. It's vitally important they don't screw it up. There you go. <laughs> you're listening to Mornings Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We still got a half an hour left in the show. Stick around. We're going to take a sponsor break, and uh, you're listening to Mornings Lone Star. is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? 
Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. Welcome back, Warren's Lone Star on IRLoneStar.com worldwide and locally here in the Conroe area on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. It is 10.37. Closing up today's show. We have a full lineup on Lone Star Community Radio. Check it out, IRLoneStar.com slash show calendar. That's right. We have a, I think our talk block is all the way filled to 3 o'clock. Then, of course, the music block starts with Rick, the reluctant cowboy with Afternoons of Lone Star. Check it out. And then, of course, Lone Star Country Nights with the Reverend Julius Shea. Yeah. Happy birthday, Sean. Thank you. I've been looking at the burgers we're going to be having at a undisclosed IHOP location. <laughs> you but, got two uh, in the area to choose from. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out which one will be the best one to go through. So, uh, but yeah. Cool. Let's talk about some local news real quick. So, obviously, we have the Musical Comedy Murders 1940 happening at the Owen Theater, owentheater.com. Yeah, for special tickets. thanks to those guys. Yeah, and looking forward to that. I think we're allowed to give away That's two. right. So if you've been paying attention, we have two tickets available for any one of this weekend's performances. The last weekend. Yeah, Friday, Saturday, 8 o'clock, Sunday, 2 o'clock. Performance for first person to get back with us with the proper title of the show gets the tickets. So hit us up on, on Facebook proper Live. proper title? What yeah. do you mean? Without screwing it up like you typically so what, do. So what's the play called? That's our, that's our question? Yep. Oh, that's desperate. Yeah, I know, okay. right? <laughs> that's, so the ways to uh, answer that, there's several ways to communicate with us. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on uh, phone number 936-647-3776 is the call-in message line. Or you can just do mwls at irlonestar.com. Uh, whichever's time-stamped the first will be the winner. And uh, there you go. There you go. Now I can't say the title. <laughs> I know. Because I'm going to give away the answer. Well, that's we've only ho- said that's it 48. That's a horrible giveaway question. We've said so the title we 48 even, times. We can't even promote it now. We're we're talking about a play that happens to be at the Owen Theater that happens to be at 7 and 7 and 2 p.m. this weekend. So 7 p.m. on Friday, 7 p.m. on Saturday, and then 2 p.m. So you have three options to well, go. Uh, the, the, the show time is 8 o'clock on Friday. Oh, is it 8? Yeah. Oh, great. But you can now show I'm up at 7. Worse. Yeah, yeah right? sure, you can show up. Just... just Hey, let us know who you are. We'll give you tickets. How's well, that then sound? there you go. Someone already got it right there. Congratulations to that's, our mystery. That's to Dennis, the guy who is too uh, cheap to support community radio <laughs> or a community uh, theater. But there you go, Dennis. Congratulations, Dennis, for correctly choosing the musical comedy murders of 1940. 1940. There you go. Fantastic. Yeah. So we got a local uh, guy named Ed Henderson who's about to hit 80 years old. And ever since his 50th birthday, this dude has decided to every five years skydive so he's about to hit up for his 80th is he thinking it might change every time is it why why wait five years yeah right well it gives you something to look for because after 80 it'll be his 85th and then his 90th and i do believe uh george herbert walker bush bush senior um 41 he did his most recent dive at the age of 90 i believe and it was a tandem dive for him now this guy apparently ed henderson does it solo a tandem dive is when you uh, get connected to the, the front of, of a professional jumper, and so your fate is in his hands totally. 
but no, Ed Henderson likes to do it on his own every fifth uh, birthday. He says uh, there's nothing quite as exhilarating as plummeting to the air, flying at 125 miles an hour. And uh, I absolutely agree. I've done four parachute jumps in my life, and all each one of them was an ungodly act. It is unnatural to jump out of a perfectly good airplane while it's still in the air, Yeah, in my humble opinion. And think about it. Free fall is 100, about 125 miles an hour. That's, you know, when you're you're laid flat with with maximum resistance. You can, like, double that if you do a little James Bond dive thing. Now, think about it. That's the Class 5 or Category 5 hurricane wind. Well, don't people do it without a parachute now? Oh, you got those idiots that like doing the big bungee, uh, uh, the, 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 the nets kind of stuff. But no, okay. If you don't jump, if you jump out of an airplane, you don't have at least two independent sources of stopping your rapid descent to a decent level. Then you know that's Darwinism at its finest. I'm pretty sure that people do it now. They do it in the nets. Yeah, yeah, I saw it, and there are people. You know, you, you got your thrill seekers that do that. And again, it's it's uh, Darwinism at its finest. Good luck to you. Okay. you. You know, you take your life in your hands every time you step outside the door. So it's all relative, but um, ha- having done it, I'm not a fan of ever doing it again. So there, are you ever going to do? It? No, I would do the uh, yeah, I'd, the I fly. You know the indoor I'd ones. What about the indoor ones? Yeah, Where, I do that too. Because you're no more than like 20 feet off the ground, and it's all safe and stuff. I wonder if there's videos out there of like the worst, like people just slamming. Bow, bow, huh? <laughs> I bet there has to be. Right. But anyhow, hey, hats off to Ed Henderson, 80 years old and still wanting to do his thing. You go there, Ed. Uh, 53 today. Me, I'm going to uh, uh, have my early dinner at Luby's, I guess, what, 4.30 this afternoon? The, the, uh, yell at kids to get off my lawn. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, it was funny because, oh, okay, so the other night for another friend's birthday, I went to uh, another escape room. This was in the Marquis. How many times do you go into these escape rooms a week, man? No, this is just this, this is, is the same story. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I really thought you went to three this week. No, like, no, 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 just the really? one. It was like a mummy's curse one. It was cute, and uh, we were sober enough that we actually broke the record. We 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 solved it in forty two minutes, and the guys, the guys told us that was the record. Did they give you anything cool? A pat on the back and oh, a commemorative photo. But I had to sign this online, you know, the waiver. And what you do, you go to the website on your phone, you finger sign it, and it asks for your age, and it starts with age 12, like 12 to 16, 16 to 20, okay. 21. And so I'm scrolling up, and that, that feels bad enough, you know, yeah. when you have to scroll more and more to get to your age or your birth year. Well, it stopped at, uh, like, 45. It just stopped, like 45 plus. So I actually kind of groused at them about that, going, so you're going to lump me in with everybody from 46 on to the age of 200? So, yeah, but it was fun. It was a good one. I want to go to the Titanic one. They have a Titanic uh, escape room in the woodlands. We should do that. That's actually pretty smart. Mm-hmm. What other smart things? We wouldn't do a cave. That's too soon. Too soon on a cave. Too soon on a cave, right? But, oh, there's a science. The one I went to had, like, four or five different rooms. And so the there Titanic was, one's fun. Yeah, that, do you that think looks they, good. Do you think they do, like, if you have five minutes left, they do the Celine Dion song? <laughs> yeah. It's but counting I, down. Okay, the song is three minutes and 38 seconds, so the second you hear it playing, you know you have three minutes to get to a lifeboat or you are hosed. <laughs> that would be great. You probably have to go for that diamond, the, the, the blue diamond thing, too. It could be the... Oh, we got to go check this out now. I'm, I'm very excited. Wow, where is it? It's in the Woodlands. Oh, man. That'd be so funny if they play that song. <laughs> 
Yeah, because we went to that one off of uh, right for Sawdust area. Yeah, it was called That Escape Place. Yeah, that was pretty clever. They did more puzzles, though. It wasn't really... Well, it was that was their first room, so it was an art heist, which is cute. I mean, it was really nice. But I like these themed ones that are coming out now. There was yeah. one that's kind of alien-based, like you're on the Nostromo. Man, that's wild. Fight, you know, so they're, they're, they're upping the odds to get people back. And I like that. So I definitely want to do the Titanic one. Okay. I mean, I really like the idea of the Celine Dion song playing. Because <laughs> do you know anyone that really likes Celine Dion? No, not me. I feel uh, like it's an older thing. That's why I'm asking you. My mom likes her just fine, guaranteed. But no, not me. She uh, she oversings. You think so? Yeah, it's like Whitney Houston. She, the, That's too soon, why man. Sing, why sing it in one note when you can sing it in 42? I don't know what that means. Well, instead of just singing a song, it's singing. A song, you know, just going all over the map. Just, just sing, sing a note, pick a note, and stick Man. with it. Yeah, You're I'm a hard. critic. I know. Sure. Well, we're gonna take our last break right here on Morning's Lone Star. Okay. And when we come back, we close up the show. Don't forget, we got a full lineup of talk shows today. Just check out ironlonestar.com/slash/show/calendar. This is Morning's Lone Star. We'll be right back here on Lone Star Community Radio. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Ten forty-seven. We're back with Morning's Lone Star. Last segment. Don't forget, keeping up with Conroe is going to come up next at eleven o'clock. Figure out what's going on around Conroe. Keep what keep up with what is happening around Conroe. Next with the Conroe CVB. Dick, you're using your words today, and I'm no, so proud of you. No, I have peanut butter in my mouth. I know. Why do we have peanut butter in our mouth? 
because the tutor station stopped by. Gina McCurry, she, she we was on earlier love this week. You. Yeah, that was good. She uh, she knows how to do it right. Just letting all her other guests know that Gina McCurry from the tutor station brought in some homemade peanut butter, oatmeal, trying to get praline. Down. I know, right? And she didn't even know it was my birthday either. She just she brought it. Yeah, way to go. So way to go. We got to check out the caboose, new, dude. Yeah, we're going out the caboose now, so go, <laughs> let's, let's pimp the Tudor Station again. Tudor like, Station, I think it's located on North Fraser Street. You can't miss it. It's literally a train. <laughs> like, it's literally a caboose. You cannot miss and it. And she does grades, if I remember correctly, it's like three to high school? Yeah, three through high, uh, great hour-long hour, hour long, um, classes all summer long, uh, course preparation uh, course retaking test, just great services, and uh, obviously she's got a heart for it. This woman has like what thirty years, I think she said thirty some odd years. Thirty two years, thirty two years of, and you can actually check out the show on our YouTube channel or Facebook. I mean, there we, you we, go. We did have a show. Out. We had other shows. This is true. Yeah. Check, check it out. But uh, Gina, which, if you're listening, thank you much. We love you. We have a show tomorrow. What? What? Yeah. Can you believe that? What? What? Yeah, we're gonna have uh, the folks from the Saint Francis Wolf Sanctuary on the phone with us. Because they're talking about Coco O'Connor, who's an artist, a musician, I believe. Uh, she's doing a fundraiser to help the St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary, which is out there in Montgomery. Mm-hmm. If anyone, uh, I told Holly about the Wolf Sanctuary. I've been there before. And she's like, oh, can we go pet them? I'm like, really? You really want to go pet a wolf? Because they're legit wolves. They're not just like, you know, mm-hmm. wolves you see that are like uh, huskies or anything like that. These are huge animals. Their paws are about as big, I'd say, as half a baseball mitt. You know, they're huge paws. And I was like, yeah, let's let's put you in there and go pet one. That'd I gotta be real get smart. I got to get this out of my system now so I don't, like, put my foot in it tomorrow. But I, I see all these, um, like, the, the, the guys that, that, that play with the bears, like, get in there with the bears and play with them. And then you, inevitably, sooner or later, they pop up on the news that they've been mauled to death by one of their buddy bears. And... I'm not trying to make light of it, like, but it's like skydiving. It's really as Darwin is. If you get into a bear's face, well, sooner or later, this bear's going to— particular gonna... place, though, this is a sanctuary. So... Right, but I'm saying don't go out and pet a wolf yeah. because the, we, don't anthrop- we shouldn't anthropomorphize these I animals. do know they do a neat thing where there is either one, an- one of the wolves has been trained. <laughs> you get to find out which well, one. Well, in a sense that like it can be around people, mm-hmm. and they do— outreach and education with that particular animal because they trust it and it has a good relationship with the handler but uh that's tomorrow the saint francis wolf sanctuary always needs donations they actually they're they're a group you can go on amazon and donate things through amazon to them like food oh the amazon smile words yeah that's that's that is cool well i was there when they're making all the food mm-hmm. it's so gross really? it's all meat like different cuts of meat and they like combine it all and it's pretty pretty surreal, but it sounds what, like my goulash. Well, what's crazy is I go, why do you have wolves here? And a lot of times it's because someone has like me goes, I want to have a wolf as a pet, and then they realize they can't have a, a, a an animal like that as a pet, and so they abandon it. And I didn't realize wolves can get become a problem. We had the Parks and Rec guy here. He they're knows not, all about wolves. They're not supposed to right? be domesticated. We're not, supposed to, we're not supposed to be talking about that though. Conroe does not have a wolf problem. Okay, folks. Because they're over there in Montgomery. That's where they have the wolf. That's pack. right. <laughs> Those wolves, they know not to come over here. But that's going to be Here's uh, tomorrow. Country. That's going to be a lot of fun. We have Coco O'Connor. She's a singer-songwriter doing a uh, fundraiser for the uh, local St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary. I actually encourage people to go check that out. Bring your kids because it really is a neat place. And you get to see 
I mean, you use the word majestic, but I mean, like, these things are huge. Because you, when you think of dogs, you think of the normal house dog, but these wolves are about four times bigger, and their snouts are like seven. What are you doing? I'm, I'm planning a charade. Not paying attention to me. I, I can multitask. Yeah? That was, okay. uh, that, that was our, our second favorite wag job, Dennis O'Connor. Okay. You mean the, the ticket winner. For yeah, the, the ticket winner. is coming for his tickets, Dick. Well, it is uh, 10.52. We're going to be closing up the show. We'll I, I got to end, end on some happy news. Okay. No, we started off because it's my birthday, so I get the the kids okay. separated from the or not separated, uh, reunited out of the cave. But Texas has been named CNBC's top state for business in America this year. Texas has already added more than three hundred and fifty thousand jobs this past year, with the largest increase in the energy sector. Put another way, one in seven jobs created in the United States in the past year was created in Texas. So you go. We people. also have the advantage of being the second biggest state. So. So there's a lot more opportunities. I tell you what, the biggest state, land. the biggest state, doesn't have an economy anywhere near. And it's ours. probably because we have a better handle on our wolf situation there here. You go, because so we know trust wolves. <laughs> you stay in Montgomery. We got armadillos here, and we're not afraid. But to not use bears. Them. Remember, the bear folks are trying to purchase land in Texas for bears, but they don't have that yet. So bears are on this the is, loose. This is the making for a James Patterson limited series over the summer. We got some wild animal problems here. Yeah, right. Issues, not problems. <laughs> oh, issues, issues yeah. situations. You're listening to Mornings Alone Star, brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Thank you, special thanks to those folks who support the show. We're going to be uh, logging off. So coming up next, keeping up with Conroe and the full lineup, just check it out, ironlonestar.com slash show calendar. It is 1053. Thank you so much for tuning in. Special thanks to the Players Theater Company coming in and promoting this weekend's musical comedy murders of 1940. You go, boy. Look at you. There you so go. Proud of Tickets, are available. For you. <laughs> Tickets are available. Tickets are available. Online at owentheater.com, and uh, they have a show on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Don't forget, if you want to promote or support a local organization, fire up the bands this weekend. We had those folks in last week, mm-hmm. and uh, you, I, you know who their big artist was? It was Corey Morrow. So, really? Corey just yeah. uh, recently right? played Am at... I right? Was it Corey Morrow? Corey recently played right. at Dozy Doze. Because they're actually the going to be on the next show. So oh, okay. Hopefully that's all right. Uh, Did but... we just steal the headline from them? We just stole their No, they story. announced it on oh, okay. July 1st. Okay. That was the whole deal. You don't remember that? Yeah, I remember. Okay. We'll be right back tomorrow morning, though. That's when we'll be back. Cool. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. We are Montgomery County's community radio station. See you guys later. Happy birthday, Sean. Thank you.